Hello, everybody. Welcome to the fourth episode of Heather Shaw is Kidding. It's me, Heather Shaw, and I'm kidding. Huh? How you doing? How is your new year? How was it? It is New Year's Eve today recording this, but it'll be well into the new year when you hear this. It'll be about the third, three days into 2024. It's looking good. I'm excited, huh? I'm excited to say goodbye to 2023. I'm excited to get into 2024. What's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? Gypsy Rose isn't going to be in prison. She's out, baby. She's free. She's a free, fresh, healthy, warm bitch. I don't know what that means. That sounded like I just described some a loaf of bread. Um, but she's out, man. It's a good, it's a good time to be alive. She's she is hitting social media strong. I'm so proud of her. I think she was she was ready. She was just ready to get on there and, and become the new Charlie D'Amelio. She'll get it. She has a husband. I didn't know that. She already has a husband. She uh so if you're single, it's your fault. Just know that. Gypsy Rose has a husband, and she was in prison for the last seven years. What are you doing? You're on hinge, and you can't set up a date? A murderer has a... Okay, she's not a murderer. It's fine. I'm excited for her. She's out. Uh, I think uh, New Year is... What do people do in the New Year? I think they do dry January. That's what people do, uh, which is when they just pretend to be sober for a month, give their liver a rest from the holidays, give their skin a little breather, give their brain a little, a little breather. You know, their entire body just goes, thanks, bitch. You're not drowning me in poison. I hate that I'm the person that calls alcohol poison, but it is what it is, kids. It's kind of poison. But a lot of people do dry January, which is, you know, it's cosplaying as sober, which I like. I'm all for it. If you wanted to do dry, you know, January, dry July, I I, I celebrate dry January all throughout the year. Uh, when I was drinking, I would uh, call J- dry January the one month where I dated men. My pussy was not getting wet during that month. It was, uh, you could start a fire with a dick that, down there. Um, that's a joke. I don't date men anymore. Maybe 2024 is the year you don't date men if you if you currently date men. Uh, at the end of this episode, I, we're going to go through a list of ins and outs, my ins and outs for 2024, five things that are in, personally speaking, and five things that are out, uh, in my opinion. I'm excited to go over through those. Um, but uh, if you're doing dry January, good luck. It's not that hard. It's one month. I have to do it year round. You know what I mean? You get a vacation in sobriety. I live there permanently. I have a residence in sobriety, you know? But I support it. I, I do support the dry January. If you're not doing dry January, maybe you're doing fucking sloshed January. You know, DUI January. Some do dry January, some do DUI January, where you just go out and you try to rack them up like they're Pokemon. You got to catch them all in every county. Get all the DUIs you can. Either way, I support it. I support dry January. I support DUI January. Uh, as long as you're happy, you do you, bitch. If you have uh, reviewed, I've gotten some positive feedback uh, about my, my podcast so far. It makes me feel really good. If you have reached out to me and said, hey, you little cunts, you're doing great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, I haven't received one hateful message yet. It's very surprising, and, and maybe I'm doing this wrong. Maybe I need to offend more. No, I think people understand that it's a comedy podcast, and they don't get too 
hurt to deepen their feelings about it. So if you have reached out to me, thank you so much. If you've rated this podcast, if you've reviewed it, if you've left me a comment on YouTube, I try to reply to every comment on YouTube because, you know, I'm desperate. It's the beginning of the podcast. I want to I wanna make sure that people see that I see them. You know, I'm like a peeping Tom digitally. I'm just there. I see it. I don't see all of my DMs on Instagram. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not trying to sound like a cunt. I just, th- there's a lot of mentally ill people in my DMs and it gets a little exhausting. I didn't sign up for this job. I'm not trying to be the warden at the insane asylum. Uh, and it feels like that when I open my DMs. I might do an episode where I just read some of the craziest ones I've gotten recently. I mean, there's so many. TikTok DMs, I don't know much about. Uh, I don't really open those ever. You know, it's a lot of bots. Instagram DMs, that's where the shit's going crazy. Instagram and, and Facebook Messenger. It's two different worlds. Instagram's kind of like the younger-ish people, still not mentally healthy, but they're there. And then Facebook Messenger is just older people that, you know, are sending me messages like, are this, is this still available? Are, are this available? And it's like, Betty, I don't know how to help you. I just posted a video about queefs. What do you mean? Uh, but I do, uh, maybe I should read some DMs on, uh, on a future episode. I think that would be fun. Uh, speaking about, uh, you know, I um, check out the Patreon if you haven't already. For anybody that is on Patreon, thank you so much. We're building a community over there. I know it sounds culty, uh, but it is good. The numbers are getting up. People are enjoying the Patreon episodes. You get a bonus episode every week. Comes out on Sundays. This week, uh, I talked with my good, good fat friend, Big Tim Murphy. He's lost a lot of weight. He's gone from like 500 to 300 pounds. So he's still very big, but uh, he's lost quite a lot of weight. He's lost like two of me. It's amazing. Uh, So I talked to him on the Patreon. We talk a lot about random shit, Casey Anthony, fentanyl, all the things you want to talk about in a holiday season, you know? So if you enjoy Casey Anthony, fentanyl, or both of those things, hop on over to the Patreon. It's a good way to just support me. You know what I mean? Um, I don't need much support in my life. I have no tits. Uh, But uh, it's a good way to just say, hey, thanks for giving me free content all the time and I support you and and you do your gay thing, you little lesbian. You look like Darlene from Roseanne, you little fag. Here's $3 a month. Uh, There's different tiers. Every tier gets you the same access, but it is three, five, ten, twenty dollars $10, Whatever you want to choose, uh, that's what you throw my way a month and then you get some, uh, you get a bonus episode every every week and uh, you get some extra content. I'm doing a live stream every month over there. The first one is this uh, coming Sunday. I'm excited. I will be completely naked. I don't think anybody knows about that. They're about to see some lesbian bush and butthole, baby. All right, let's get into some good stuff. What happened uh, this past week? Well, my mom got scammed on Facebook. You want to talk about Facebook? My mom got scammed, baby. Uh, the boomers are not, they're not Facebook literate. They are just not Facebook literate. They are, they, they hop on Facebook and they become somebody with Down syndrome immediately. Uh, my mom got scammed and it wasn't like it was a good scam. It wasn't like, oh, they really got you, mama. I don't, you know, there's no, no way you could have saw this coming. No, this was like the, the easiest way to, I mean, it was so simply, a scam and she just hook line sinker fell for it basically she wanted a new puppy and as any boomer does they say i don't want to rescue a dog that's disgusting i'm gonna buy a puppy 
Uh, she joined some Maltese Facebook groups. They seemed legit. You know, they had members and they were actively posting their pictures of their crusty eyed white dogs. Um, but some guy on Facebook said, Hey, I got a puppy for $500. A Maltese puppy is never $500. First red flag, mother. Um, they said, babe, give me half, half of that for the deposit and then come over here and pick up the puppy. And and it was like a three hour drive from where she was. She, she paid the guy $250 for the deposit for the fake puppy, the fake cheap Maltese. I was like, mom, no puppy is $500. No Maltese puppy is $500. If a Maltese puppy is $500, that's, they don't, the dog doesn't have limbs. The dog does not have a beating heart. You're paying for a taxidermied squirrel. If you ever see a puppy on Facebook being sold for $500, that is just a rat. And it's not even a breathing rat. It's just a rat that somebody found on the road. But she fell for it. Uh, she sent the guy $250. I mean, that's really not that much, you know, in the grand scheme of things. They could, she could have deposited, you know, half of a, what it would cost, what a real puppy would cost, which is like $1,000. I think Maltese puppies go for like $2,000, which is just so stupid. But, you know, boomers, they don't want to rescue. Oh, what am I? I'm not going to feed the poor. I'm not going to rescue a dog. What if it has scabies? She drove three hours to go get this dog. The address that she was given was not an address to anything. I'm sure she just pulled up to a fucking, you know, Fazoli's. I don't know, but she texted me and was like, well, there's no dog. It was a scam. And I was like, I could have told you this. I should have researched this for her. I said, send me the Facebook profile of the guy who, the guy, allegedly, air quotes, the guy, whoever the fuck it is that said they had this dog. She sent me the Facebook profile of this guy. It was clearly a scam. This guy, all of his photos on his Facebook profile were uploaded the same day. About five photos. That's all he had on his Facebook profile were five photos all uploaded on the same day. It wasn't, wh- whoever this is, it wasn't their actual photos, right? They just they just re- went to somebody else's Facebook profile, took these guys' photos. It wasn't him. Whoever this guy is, I feel bad because, you know, my mom thinks you're the, you know, scum of the earth now. But I was like, we have to sit down, mom, and we have to talk to you about Facebook literacy. Because I never say the R word, but you're being real retarded right now. Okay? That is... Y- y- I, I I just I she's been on Facebook for fucking more more than a decade. And they, they they just don't pick up on the nuances of like what is a legit profile versus what is clearly a fucking fake profile. I've, I mean, I felt so bad for my mom, but also I was like if if I did this, she would laugh at me. She would laugh at me and say this is what you get, you dumb dyke. We really got to, you really got to sit down with your parents, especially now with technology. It is so much easier to get scammed. This wasn't even a technologically advanced scam. This was a scam from 2013 that my mom fell for. You know, somebody sets up a profile with five fake photos, no information on their Facebook profile and says, hey, I have a puppy, send me money. And she was like, sure, seems legit. Your Facebook profile photo is a dog. You must be real. Makes me want to sit down. Sit down with your parents. If, you have, if you're in good standing with your parents, if you hate your parents, don't teach them about literacy online. Let them have at it. Let them, let them be, you know, duped. But if you love your parents and you're worried, I mean, it, scams are coming for them. As they get older, technology advances. I mean, people get phone calls from 
from family members. They think our family members is just some AI voice. The scams are coming. They're not letting up and your parents are going to get... I mean, I saw a guy on TikTok who said his dad got scammed for all of the money in his savings account, his life savings, completely scammed out of. That's... Dude, I would have to murder my parents if they lost if they lost their life savings from a scam. I would just go up to them and shoot them in the head with a gun. Like put them down like a sick dog. I'd be like, "You had enough. You've lived a life. You got to go." Bye 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 boomer. Bye. I mean, at that point, there's no coming back from that. What are you going to do? You're going to go get a job at Walmart? No. You're going to be euthanized. But really, talk to your parents about these <laughs> I don't know, man. Talk to them because they will get scammed. I, my mom, she's usually sharp as a tack, but man, when she's puppy hungry, when she wants a puppy, she'll do anything. I'm surprised. You know what? I'm not going to make a joke about my mom sucking dick. Not today. I do it every other day. Not on a public podcast that she doesn't listen to. Heather, I don't have time for podcasts. I've got to go get scammed on Facebook. I mean, it's amazing that the boomers, what they can do versus what they can't do. My mom's been on Facebook for two, almost two decades now, and she, she still posts those statuses that are like, Facebook, I do not give you permission to steal my social security number and identity. I am posting this so you leave me alone. Now copy and paste and share this so nobody does they know not to touch you. It's like, bitch, what are you doing? Please just throw out a minion gif and then log off. Dear God, but it's amazing that the boomers can get scammed on Facebook and yet still be able to live a comfy life blaming generations that have followed them for not working hard enough. It's amazing that boomers can inflict emotional trauma on their kids, but they can't figure out Facebook. You know, that's a talent. It's amazing that they can live in a huge house that they no longer need to be in because all of their kids have flown the coop years ago. They've got a five-bedroom house that they only spend their time in two of the rooms, and yet they can't figure out Facebook. It's amazing. Boomers are boomers can book a five-day cruise on Carnival where one of them will inevitably get food poisoning and blame it on the locals in the Bahama Islands. And yet they can't figure out Facebook. It, it, the boomers are an insane breed. You know, they'll sit here and complain that, you know, you're just not working hard enough and your three jobs are the same as their summer job and why don't you have a home and, and they can't take personal responsibility for anything and, and can gaslight you into thinking that your childhood was perfection. But they can't figure out Facebook. What a generation, huh? What an insane generation. Somebody uh, somebody called me Boomer on... Uh, I, I got a lot of Boomer comments on my latest video on Instagram and TikTok. I think TikTok was more with the video, which is very surprising. Because look, I did kind of make fun of... I, I made fun of, uh, you know, pronouns a bit. I'm very supportive of, you know, if you want to use a pronoun but I'm still going to make fun of you a little. You know, the minute somebody on TikTok was like, my pronoun, my I have frog pronouns. I was fucking out. I was like, I'm making fun of you. I don't care. I'll respect your frog pronouns. I'm still going to roast you. You know, it goes both ways. I can still call you by whatever pronouns you want, but I'm going to roast you if you want to be called frog. Do you understand? 
but I made a video about this hairstylist who posted a public video. Okay, public for the everyone to see. Clearly set up her camera to do this before posting this video. She set it up and, you know, she had a client. She was a hairstylist. She had a client, uh, a non-binary client, I believe. Yeah, which is fine, whatever. But before they started their, you know, stylish session, she said, okay, so before we start, can I touch you? And I, I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I've seen enough. Now we're getting to the point where hairstylists are asking for consent to do their job. I can't. I'm not. Call me a boomer, bitch. I'm a boomer then. I'm about to get scammed on Facebook because I can't do that. Look, that's just funny to me. Number one, before all, I'm a comedian, and that is so clearly funny to me. A hairstylist saying, "Can I? Can I? Is it okay if I do my job the way I have to do my job? Are you comfortable with that? I know you booked the appointment, and then you drove to my hair salon, and then you walked into my hair salon, and then you said, "I'm here for my hair appointment that I booked." And then you sat in my chair. And now that we're here, and I've propped up my phone so that I record, can record myself being so inclusive. Is it okay if I touch you? Like, I was just like, bro, the, I'm, I'm done. I cooked it. I posted the video. I roasted them. She, there was another part where after she got consent for touching her fucking client because she's a hairstylist and that's what you have to do, she followed it up with, by the way, what are your pronouns? Who fucking cares? We're not in a group. Like, what do you mean? You're just doing my hair? Are you going to be talking to me in third person? Like, what are we doing? I don't care about pronouns. Just there's a certain time where it doesn't fucking matter where your pronouns are. That's like if she sat her down and was like, by the way, what is your ethnicity again? Where, where are your parents from? Who fucking cares? Just do my hair. Let me show you a shitty picture of, I don't know, Kelly Osborne or whatever the fuck I want. Give me the Kelly. Give me the K Osborne from before when she was way fatter and had crazy skin and, and bad, bad hair. I want that haircut. Uh, I, I got a lot of, a lot of people understood that it was a, a joke, right? The video, if you don't know what I'm referencing, go to my TikTok, go to my Instagram. It's, you, you'll see it's, it's a recent video. A lot of people understood it as a, as this is a comedy, uh, commentary on this video. This is just, you know, it's easy to make fun of. Um, so that's why she did it. But I got a lot of, <laughs> you're a real boomer. Or, or even worse, I got comments of, well, you're, you're a transphobic person. You know, it, it, me making fun of a hairstylist saying, can I touch it and what are your pronouns? Because that's so unnecessary. In that circumstance, I got called transphobic. You know, I don't, I guess because I make fun of that one scenario, it means that, you know, death to trans people that I hate trans people. I don't, I love trans people. I'd have no problem with trans people. I'm a comedian. I'm going to make fun of the things I see. I mean, it'd be one thing if I was, you know, making crazy jokes, dead naming trans people, calling Caitlin Bruce. And I do not have any problem. I'm not a transphobe. They're all good. It, it, pronouns make sense to me when it comes to trans people, especially. That is like the most that pronouns make sense to me. You know, a non-binary kid getting their hair cut makes a little less sense to me. You know, you're sitting in your hairstylist chair. Why Why you bring up the pronouns? But yeah, I just, a lot of people were just throwing out, I hate that. I hate that just people are just like, because you made fun of pronouns as a whole, because of this one circumstance, that makes you somebody who hates trans people, which is just batshit crazy, right? It's a, it's a hard left turn and you only sound more insane. You know what I mean? 
uh, and I, I, I don't respond to comments like that because I'm not going to get into a back and forth with, you know, whoever the fuck is on the other end of that who, who sees a comedian saying a silly joke and then says, you know, you hate trans people. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, you know, no. Here's the thing. Gays don't have as much oppression as they did coming up in the, the 80s, 90s. Gays had it a lot harder. That has transferred to trans people now. So, I mean, trans people, at, uh, trans women especially, they get murdered. It's a lot more dangerous to be trans than it is to be gay in this country, 100%. So it's really shitty when somebody comes at you and says you're, you're a transphobe because you make fun of somebody sitting in a hairstylist chair telling them their pronouns. So that, to me, that doesn't correlate, uh, and it's kind of just a shitty thing. But, you know... Do you? If you want, if it makes you feel better to say that I hate trans people because I make fun of some silly pronouns from a, a, a non-binary kid who probably had a great upbringing, who's in a fucking hair salon, you know, being coddled to death, being being told, asked, "Can I touch you before I do my hair appointment? Is it okay if I touch you?" You know, that makes me a transphobe. Uh, I'm still going to make fun of it, and I'll tell you this: I'm not ever going to be a comedian who says. Two things. Number one, I'm never going to say comedians can't say with the, anything anymore. Okay, comedians can't say anything anymore. We just Yes, we can. I do all the time. Fuck you. I do all the time. Comedians can say whatever the fuck they want. It's how the audience reacts. You know what I mean? Uh, I will never say that comedians can't say anything anymore. Comedians can say anything always. Okay? There's just, you have to be prepared for blowback. The video that I posted, overwhelmingly people enjoyed it. You know, it got it got a lot of, the comments were more in support of, haha, this is funny, as opposed to, this is detrimental and you're, you're harming people. That was, you know, a few mentally ill people commented that I was harming the community. I think the creator, the hairstylist of the video, she actually commented on my TikTok video making fun of her. Uh, and she said, this is, this is so disappointing that a member of the queer community would say something like this. This is so, and I responded, hey, I guess I'm a bad gay. You know, I guess that makes me an, a bad gay person because I didn't know that all gay people across the country and across the world have to have the exact same views on everything in order to be a part of the queer community. I guess we all can't have our own opinions on things and we all just have to go along and say, this, is, this makes sense. Hairstylist should be asking every client that has willingly booked an appointment if they can touch them. And I won't make fun of it as a gay comedian. Fuck off. I mean, I hope I hope that hairstylist has an amazing business. I hope she, you know, people are going to go to her if they want to be super overly inclusive, included and, and, and support inclusive. Things are going to go to her. And I, I there's no, uh, I don't wish any harm on her. I don't wish you know, I'm simply out here making a silly little uh, video making fun of you because I'm a comedian. And that was so fucking funny to me. But I guess I'm a bad gay. Because just because you're, it's a queer person doing something doesn't make it like, oh, I can't speak out on this. No, if it's, if it's insane, I'm going to speak out on it. Straight, gay, trans, black, white, Asian, down. If you're down with the syndrome, watch out. Um, so well, one thing, so I said, there's two things on the Ruby. One is a comedian who, who says, you can't say anything. You can say anything. Any comedian that says you can't say anything. They're being a fucking pussy. 
the second thing I'll never say as a comedian is, uh, I'm sorry. I will never apologize for a joke. I just won't. And I learned that from Kathy Griffin. And I learned that kind of just, I mean, and that's inherently my style. I'm not going to apologize for a joke. I'm not about to pull out a fucking ukulele, pull a Colleen Ballinger on, on, on people's asses and sing about why, you know, all aboard the toxic comic train. I'm not going to do that. I'm never going to apologize for what is clearly a joke. I am not running for office, right? I'm not here to say that I am, put me on a pedestal. I am morally and ethically uh, better than everybody. I'm not. I'm a bad gay, apparently. Um, and I'm clearly, it's this comedy content. I'm clearly joking. I'm not out here saying the N. If I ever said the N-word, shoot me in the fucking face. I would never do that. That's just not my, I don't think it's fun. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's edgy. I think it's corny. Um, but pronouns, yeah, I'm going to make fun of that. And I'm not going to apologize because that's sometimes in certain scenarios, it is funny. Uh, so, so those are the two things you won't ever hear from me. If you're looking for an apology, look elsewhere. Somebody else commented like, wow, I guess you really wanted to end 2023 getting canceled. <laughs> it's like canceled from what? I don't have an agent. I don't have a manager. This is just me out here being me. What are you going to cancel me from? My living room? I, I mean, you could unfollow me. Absolutely unfollow me. Um, and that is totally your choice. You know, in fact, I'd want people like if, if you find my videos offensive, I'd like if you unfollowed me because we're not going to you're going to hate what I have to offer, you know, and then I have to read your comments about how I'm a bad person. It's just a lose lose. But I mean, cancel from what? It's not like I'm, I'm tied to a network. You know, I'm not uh, I'm not on Netflix. I don't I literally I don't have any team behind me. This is just me. Uh, I'm sure if I had a team, they'd be like, hey, bitch, shut the fuck up. But I don't. Um. It's just me. I book my own shows. I do my podcast. I talk. I make fun of videos. I do it because I love it. I love comedy. Um, I, so I don't. I don't know what you could cancel me from. You could unfollow me. You could. You know. You could rate my podcast zero stars. But I mean, I. I don't know how you'd cancel me. Cancel me from what? I don't have anything. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I mean, what are you going to shun me? Send me back to the straight life? Then I guess I'd be canceled. Then I would feel really bad. Anyways, look, a lot of people like that. If you were offended by that video or if you thought it was in poor taste, uh, you know, hey, don't, don't, don't like it. There's other videos you might like. Comment it. I don't care. It's just, you know, just at the end of the day, I am not running for office. I promise. Uh, I'm just a comedian. You know what I do like is I'll get messages from people that are like, I'm a God-fearing, conservative, straight person. And sometimes I think you're funny and sometimes I think you're wrong. And I love those messages because it's like, yes, you don't have to like everything a person does. You know, some things, somebody, some, sometimes somebody makes me laugh and other times I'm like, eh, that's not that good. But it's just nice that I'm just, I'm glad I don't have just an echo chamber of followers. It feels like I don't have an echo chamber of followers, which feels nice. I think there are conservative people that find me funny. There are liberal people. I, I think a lot of people think when, when I make fun of pronouns that I'm conservative. I'm not. I'm not a conservative. Um, I'm not really a super liberal either. You know, I, have, I like liberal ideas, the idea of abortion, the idea of, you know, uh, free health care, things like that. But uh, both sides are real dumb. Both sides are kind of the same side, you know. I, I don't respect both sides. 
Democrat and Republican. So I just I just kind of hang out and make fun of both sides because they're both insane. No, no one side is better than the other in our current times, you know. Uh, so I, yeah, I'm not a conservative, and it's nice when conservatives say they like me, and I'm not a super hardcore Democrat, and it's nice when super hardcore liberals who want to defund all police and, you know, uh, let let homeless people just sleep wherever they want and, you know, that side of liberals uh, that want to pass out fentanyl lollipops to people who have, you know, have a paper cut. Those kind of liberals, when they can enjoy my comedy, it's nice as well, huh? There's a little rant on, hey, don't get too mad at comedy. We're just out here trying to make you laugh. Um, all right, give Matt Rife another chance. He's got some more domestic violence jokes for you. Uh, we are we have got our first podcast sponsor, baby. I'm so excited. I'm actually wearing the shirt of the podcast sponsor because it is a local coffee shop here in Lexington, Kentucky. It's my favorite coffee shop that I've ever been to in the entirety of the country. And it is in my where I currently live now, Lexington, Kentucky. It's called Lucy Brown. Can you see it there? L-U-S-S-I brown as in flush it down baby lucy brown coffee bar uh again they are a a coffee shop here in lexington um but they are now offering coffee subscriptions and i'm so excited about this and they are sponsoring the podcast and i love them so much over there uh so you can enjoy coffee from lucy lucy brown coffee bar without ever having to leave the comfort of your home lucy brown is now offering coffee subscriptions come on all you have to do is simply fill out the form on their website, and then you get coffee beans from different and exciting roasters sent straight to your door starting at just $20 a month. You can receive coffee while sitting in your fucking underwear. Is that not great or is that not great? If you're, I, I love coffee personally. I love Lucy Brown coffee. I love what the roasters they have over there. So it's, it's, it's a good deal. You can visit lucybrowncoffee.com. That's L-U-S-S-I browncoffee.com and follow the coffee subscription button to get signed up today. And if you use the code Heather Shaw is kidding, you'll get 10% off your first order. Come on. You can get from the comfort of your home, delicious fucking coffee from my favorite coffee shop, Lucy Brown, uh, delivered to your door. Just use the promo code Heather Shaw is kidding for 10% off. Uh, we love you, Lucy Brown. Uh, I, I can't wait to pick up some. I'm going to get a subscription started soon um, because there's nothing like just being naked as hell, clit hanging out and receiving some fresh ass coffee to your door. And I can't wait to do that. So check out lucybrown.com and thanks for being lucybrowncoffee.com. I'm sorry. Don't go to lucybrown.com. I don't think that's anything. Check out lucybrowncoffee.com. And uh, thank you, Lucy Brown Coffee, for being the first podcast sponsor ever. Oh, my God. We're gay. All right. Let's talk about Danny Masterson, baby. He's finally in prison. huh? You, you saw that mugshot? He looks like he's excited for the next 30 years of his life. Oh, my God. He's got his nice little beard. I can't wait to see how he changes. He is in now in prison. It's a 2024 shaping up to be a great year. You know what I mean? We traded out Gypsy Rose for Danny Masterson. We said, we'll take Gypsy Rose out. Put that rapist in. I love it. It's fucking great. Uh, apparently, he was booked into prison this past week. His mugshot was released. In the article about him getting booked into prison, it said, he is currently going through classification and the reception process, which I like that. That sounds fun, the reception process. 
Like there's a big, uh, you know, like a big uh, meeting at the at the prison where everybody just introduces themselves like they're fucking war veterans. You know what I mean? How you doing? I'm Danny Masterson. Uh, I've done two tours of forcible rape, and now I'm here. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thirty years with you guys. Can't wait. Can't wait. Don't shank me. They weren't kids. I was just I was just raping women. So it's okay. Oh my god, it's like a sad AA meeting, a, a a a reception process. It's like a weird AA meeting. Hi, I'm Danny Masterson. I'm a raging rapist. Happy to be here. I'm wondering what his uh I I don't know I don't know how you mentally prepare for 30 years in prison. It's amazing he even got he even got sentenced. I it is amazing because not even you know. Uh, these are older crimes, I believe. Uh, I didn't read up too much on it. You know, once it's a rapist thing, I'm like, I don't, you know, uh, I know he did it. He's, he's a fucking creep and he's in Scientology. I don't even have to know any of the evidence. You go, Danny Masterson, uh, creepy actor. He's in Scientology. They're saying he's raped two girls, uh, true, two women. I'd be like, yeah, no shit. Hello. The first, the first sign, he's a Scientologist. Scientologists are creepy. There's nothing good that comes out of Scientology, except Leah Remini. She escaped. I'm surprised she's still alive. How the fuck is Leah Remini still? Is Kevin James protecting her with his big body? Is that what it is? Is he putting out like, do not, don't, don't, don't fucking touch her. I've got, I've got Sandler on my side. We'll take you down. How is Leah Remini getting protected? Is JLo protecting her? I always secretly wished Leah Remini and JLo were just eating muff. Just scissoring hard. Just an, an Italian Latina scissoring. Uh, yeah, Scientology, that's the dead giveaway that you're a bad person. I, and we forget that. We totally just let the whole Shelly Miscavige thing go. So David Miscavige is like the head of Scientology. He's the cleric, they call him. Uh, his wife went missing decades ago, I think and has never been found, and there's no investigation, and it's just fine. Why? Because of money, I guess. Scientology has money. But Shelly Miscavige is, she's so dead. She is dead. She's done. She's dead. She's as dead as Danny's career. You know, it's over. She's dead. But there's just been no investigation. She's not holed up somewhere. That lady is dead at the bottom of fucking the ocean or something. Um, I don't know. And nothing happened, nothing came of it. We all just kind of heard about that and went, ah, that's weird. Pass the potatoes. You know, no, but I don't know. Scientology just gets away with it. John Travolta. That's another one. I'm not saying John Travolta is evil or inherently evil. He's definitely gay, allegedly. Uh, he likes his male masseuses. Is that, how do you say verbal for masseuse? Masai? He likes his male masseuse. Touching his thighs. Allegedly, he's gay, but that's not what makes him evil. What makes him evil is the death of his son, Jet. Do, did everyone just forget about that? Did everyone just forget that John Travolta's son, Jet, had uh, epilepsy and he suffered from very hardcore seizures? And the Church of Scientology says, ah, 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 we don't believe in medicine. That's icky. Yuck. Don't give somebody medicine that can help them, you little fag. Let them suffer. The aliens will help them or whatever they say. But they are anti-medicine over there in Scientology. And Jet, had, uh, Jet was not on 
Jet Travolta, that sweet, sweet boy. He was not on any medication, and uh, I think he was 12, 13 years old. He suffered a grand mal seizure, and he died. And he died. And the police said, well, it's up to the parents, I guess. I guess normal parents would have been charged with negligence or, you know, some kind of medical uh, abuse or misabuse, something like that. But, you know, because it's John Travolta and it's Kelly Preston and the Church of Scientology, it's okay. Hey, it's a little goof. Whoops, you forgot to pop a pill in that kid's mouth every day to stop him from, you know, seizing and dying. I wonder if John, you know, I, I don't, I bet John Travolta wishes he had never got involved with the church Scientology because he's just kind of back up against the wall now. They know too much. They've already taken his son from him basically or convinced him to not help his son with medication. His wife is dead. Breast cancer, is that right? Kelly Preston died young, 50s, 60s from breast cancer, which is, you know, plausible, I guess, but eh, I don't know. It's kind of like that first episode I was talking about Diddy. It's like, you know, whoever orbits around Diddy kind of ends up dead. P. Diddy. It's kind of like whoever orbits around Scientology is an icky person. Or icky things happen. Or things that make you scratch your head. Will and Jada never came out as Scientologists, but they reek of Scientology. They reek of, there's something around them, this stench of like, something's fishy. But they, I don't think they've ever outright said, like Will Smith, I don't know about Jada so much. Will Smith would definitely be tied because I think he's allegedly another gay guy. He's just another gay man who got blackmailed by the church Scientology. You know, they somehow get these celebrities to say, yeah, I'm a fag. And then they go, well, we got you for life. Faggot, we've got you for life. You're going to do what we say. You're going to promote this church. I mean, Tom Cruise is another allegedly gay man who's allegedly dating David Miscavige, allegedly, you know? He's like leading the church Scientology. He's a creep. He's a weirdo, uh, you know? Everybody around there. It's very weird. How is Leah Remini still alive? Good for her. Maybe she's too... You'd think they would have just taken her out. They took out Shelly. Maybe she's too high profile for them. I don't know. They're They're in too much hot water right now. They can't. They can't uh, just take out an actress. It's very weird. Um, and, and it's a creepy church. You go down to L.A. And I remember I was visiting my friend Tom Feeney. He was, uh, I love Tom. Tom Feeney's not listening to this. He's too busy being cute and sober out there in L.A. Uh, but Tom was, he was a server at this brunch place. And it was literally right across from the Church of Scientology. So you'd be eating your brunch, your avocado toast that costs $25. And you'd see these like handmaid's tale kind of people all in the same outfit. It's the same garb kind of walking around the church is kind of, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. It was really creepy. And I, it felt kind of like, where, where the fuck am I? This can't be LA. I just biting into my avo toast, looking at oppression on the other side of the street. They know so much. Somebody said it, and I don't remember who it was, so this is not an original thought. I think it was Sarah Silverman, maybe. Uh, she said something along the lines of Scientology, if it, would just, if it was just an older religion, people would believe it. But it's so new that we all go, what? This is crazy. You know, but if Christianity came out in the same time, in, like in the past 50 years, we'd all go, what? This is fucking crazy. 
They want us to believe this. She didn't have she didn't fuck anybody and she just gave birth to Jesus. A woman was made from a man's rib. These people are insane. Christianity gets away with it because it's been around for forever. You know, Uh, Scientology, it's a lot easier to discount and discredit because it's only been around for as long as, you know, black people have been able to vote. Uh, So I don't know. It's, it's, Scientology is creepy, and I'm very happy that Danny Masterson is up in there in prison. He did not get his Scientology friends to get him out of this one. It's weird, because usually rapists, you know, especially older rapes that happen, that occur, occur, they don't go down. So it's very surprising that he got 30 years to life. It's, it's amazing, you know what I mean? But it's like, wow, and he had the Church of Scientology backing him, and he had Ashton and Mila, who you know Mila's like, why the fuck did we do this? They have to be tied to Scientology as well. Because why the fuck would you write that letter, Ashton and Mila? Oh, he's, I know, uh, listen, I know that you say he rapes. But this man has never been nothing but nice to us. He has been so sweet. He's got a little daughter, you know. That's got to be good, having a rapist raise a little girl. That can't be bad at all for anyone. You should let him be free. I can't believe they wrote that letter. Uh, and now they're kind of feeling the, the uh, consequences of writing that letter. I don't think they knew it was going to go public, you know. Think of what else we don't know that's public, that's uh, never been public. Uh, I mean, they're just, they're, they wrote that, they made that weird apology video in front of their shitty, like, gardening shed where they're probably their staff sleeps uh, saying, you know, whoopsie, you weren't supposed to read that. We don't condone rape. We just think Danny's kind of a cool guy. You should get behind him. Yeah, not like he did with those women, but, you know, you should get behind him. Oh, boy. Will this episode stay up? It was a kind of a spicy episode, but this is kind of my style. If, you, if, you, if you've made it this far and you listened and you haven't gone this bitch, uh, if you've enjoyed it, then, hey, you're my kind of people. You should be following me on Instagram and leaving, and leaving comments of support. You know? Um... All right, let's go over ins and outs for uh, the year 2024. I'm very excited for this year. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of even numbered years. I will say, anytime it's an odd, odd year, I get a little like, ugh. 2023 is like, ugh. I hate. I just don't like odd numbers. What are we doing? Even numbers, beautiful. I have great years during the even, even number years, so I'm excited. So let's start with the uh, ins. Uh, ins, therapy, baby. Get with it. If you're not in therapy in 2024, you are doing yourself a disservice except for BetterHelp. Don't get on BetterHelp. Um, do not get on BetterHelp. It is much healthier to just go up to a homeless man and start yelling your problems at him than it is to get on BetterHelp. I don't know what therapists, quote unquote, are on BetterHelp. I think it's just people that do DoorDash that need another side hustle. So they're like, I'll just be a therapist on BetterHelp. Do not do better help. But if you can, I understand therapy can be pricey. If you can just do it even once a month, get on therapy. I think it's, it's, it's so helpful. I'm in therapy. It's great. Um, you know, I talk about my boomer mom getting scammed. My therapist said, we need to talk about other things. I say, no, bitch, I'm paying you. You're going to listen. <clears throat> Therapy's in. Another big thing that's in in 2024 is not going to college. Holy shit. Do you want to keep your money? Do you want to have a job? You don't need a degree anymore. There, unless you want to be a doctor, lawyer, uh, you know, uh, 
gynecologist, you want to finger bang women for a living, unless you want to do those things, go to college. But if, if you don't want to do those things, don't go to college unless you have a shit ton of money to just blow on college. It is a huge scam. The amount of money they're taking from you, the amount of money they're charging on interest, uh, on loans. And then now that you go out in the job field and you see that nobody really needs a degree, they need experience. You need to be good at being a personable, social, uh, networking kind of person, okay? You don't need to get a degree, especially if you're going for something as generic, business management. What the fuck does that mean? Just walk into a business and manage it. College is out unless it's a very specific field that you're going into. Again, if you want to finger bang women, you got to go to college for that. Um, or you can be a comedian. You know, those are the only way out, the only options you're finger banging. Another in for 2024. I say it all the time, but I got to say it again. Quitting drinking, baby. Go sober. Drinking is a scam. Uh, you're ruining your body. You feel like shit. You waste a day after drinking. You, you throw it all away for four to five hours of fun. Grow up. You know, uh, there's no aspect of drinking that is healthy. They, uh, they want you to believe that. I'm holding an F-bomb for those watching the video. They want you to believe that. There is just no aspect of ingesting alcohol where it goes, this. if you have a sip of wine before bed, it's good for your heart. <clears throat> no, it's not. You know, if you drink a cold beer in the shower, your dick will grow four inches. <clears throat> It might, I don't know. Personally speaking, it never did. My clit just shrank. I'd have a beer in the shower and my clit would just shrink. Went up inside me like a man in a cold pool. Uh, It's out, man. Nobody drinks. If you can do it moderately, great. But even then, it's like, why? Why? I mean, some people like to pair wine with dinner. You know, they like to do that because I don't know, you know, they're trying to fill a void. I don't know why. I guess I just, I've never enjoyed the taste of alcohol. I can't imagine being like, this pairs well with this, you know, kale salad. Does it pair well or do you just need a buzz, Mary? Uh, Being in for 2024, another in is being gay. I know I may be biased, but holy shit. Listen, it looks like from what I've seen online, straight couples do not like each other. The women are constantly annoyed. They're constantly upset. They're constantly... uh, you know, doing all the work in the house and being like, well, this guy doesn't do anything. All he does is want blowjobs and for me to leave him alone. Men don't even like women. All they want is for the women to blow him and to leave him alone. Uh, There are very few straight couples that seem genuinely happy. And it's like, hey, guys, if you could just be comfortable in your sexuality, go gay. Get a a break away and be happy. The majority of men hate women. Okay, it's just the truth. It's crazy that they mar- end up marrying them. You know what I mean? They want to bang their guy friends or at least just spend time with them. You know, guys don't like women. You know, it's just what they were, they, they're just like, well, I have to marry this dumb bitch. But they don't really like them. And women seem so frustrated. To be, I know women, majority of straight women are like, listen, Heather, if I could be gay, I would. It's not a fucking choice. We know that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what, what straight women would do. Well, what they can do. You can't force yourself to, to want to be with a woman, but maybe just be with it for companionship. Maybe have the guy at home, but then, you know, find some women friends. I don't know. Or just try to be gay. You really, I don't know what you're going to do, but it just seems like straight couples hate each other or they just don't mesh well. 
There's just something there that's not working. All right, the last thing that's in for 2024, and this may be just me, but I am sick of calling them tampons. No more calling them tampons. They should be called tampins. Okay, they're they're going in you. Why are we, they're not going on you? You're not taping it to your fucking stomach and being like that'll help my period. It's going in you. We're calling it tampins. Throw no more tampons. If I walk up to you and I say, "Do you have a tampon?" You know what I'm talking about. Tamp it in, baby. All right, let's talk about outs. Outs for 2024. Marvel movies. We have had enough. That is enough. I have not watched a single Marvel movie, and I am so goddamn sick of Marvel movies. Okay? Give the nerds a break. I know the nerds probably don't want to rest. The rest of the world wants a fucking rest for Marvel movies. It's enough. The CGI, the, you know, million of celebrities pretending to be superheroes. Enough. It's enough. Give us good stories, drama, good stories, movies, good stories. Enough with the Marvel bullshit. I saw one Marvel movie and it was actually pretty good. Was it a Marvel movie? Is Black Is Black Panther 2 a Marvel movie? I don't even know. I'm not I'm not a fucking dweeb. I don't know. But the Marvel movies enough. I am done. It's out. No more. Uh another out for 2024 is Justin Timberlake. Boy bye. You 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 really you have been a buffoon. You have been you know, doing whatever the fuck you want, harming women left and right. Not Danny Masterson harming, you know. You've just been, you know, ripping, putting Janet Janet Jackson's boob on display and then being like, well, I don't know. It was her idea. Justin Timberlake's just been a douchebag his whole life. He's best friends with Jimmy Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) Jimmy Fimmel. Jimmy Fallon, if that says anything. If anybody's close to Jimmy Fallon, they're an automatic douchebag. Sorry. Justin Timberlake's out. He's getting older now. You know, Britney Spears released her memoir and we're all team Britney, even though she's insane. We love her. You know, we'll support a crazy queen because Justin Timberlake did a number on her along with a lot of other men. I mean, men in general should just be out, right? Sean Mendes, I'm talking to you. You come out of that closet, you little gay. Allegedly. Another one that's out for 2024 is believing in politicians. Stop believing in politicians. They are lying to your face. No matter what side you're on, no matter what politicians you're listening to, you are an idiot. You are an idiot and they are selling you snake oil. It's all bullshit. They don't have your best interest at heart. They never have. They're going to say what you want to hear so that you will vote them in so that they can do whatever the fuck they want. Stop believing in politicians. They are not your friends. They are not your public servants. They have not been your public servants forever. Stop believing in them. Stop thinking they're going to do the right thing. They're not. Another thing that's out in 2024, and this will be my last one. Oh, no, this is my fourth one. Four out of five. Family vloggers, you got to get the fuck out of here. You should be in prison. You should take Gypsy Rose's spot. You've done more harm than Gypsy Rose will ever do in her life. Family vloggers are the bane of my existence. I hate them. I don't see them a lot because uh, it's just not on my feed. But when I do see little clips of uh, other people stitching them to make fun of them, 
I want to scream. These poor children. You know, you want to see, you want to talk about child stars? Look at family vlogger kids that are going to grow up with fucking heroin addictions and in rehabs because their mom made them shoot seven fucking videos a day and blasted their fucking most embarrassing moments as a seven-year-old for the entire world to see, all for the sake of followers and money. You family vloggers, rot in hell, I hate you. I don't even like kids, and I'll come to their defense real quick. Fuck you, family vloggers. No one likes you. You're a Disney adult freak who reproduced. All right, the last thing on my outs is people saying, vaxxed? Were they vaxxed? Enough. It's been three years. You know, when Matthew Perry died, I I went on Twitter and saw a lot of, well, was he vaxxed? Hey, no, he was a drug addict who overdosed on ketamine. Okay. He thought he was a fucking horse. That's what happened to Matthew Perry. You know, 87 year old tripped and fell. Well, were they vaxxed? No, Karen. They weren't. I mean, yes, they were vaxxed with the fucking polio vax. You know, they're old. They died. No more asking or giving a shit about vaccines. The people that got vaxxed did not turn into monster animal robots that the government controls, right? And the people who didn't get vaxxed are fine. Nobody really died that much. You know, if they died, if if, if an anti-vaxxer died, it was mostly because of, you know, fentanyl, you know, or just, you know, suicide. They didn't die from fucking COVID. So everybody's fine. Both sides are, you know, dumb. Vax or unvax, do what you want to do, but stop asking, is it because he was vaxxed? No, you dumb bitch. You didn't even graduate high school. Stop pretending you know what a vaccine does. Woo! That was a rant episode. Are you still with me? I had a lot to say. I hope you enjoyed that one. That one felt good for me. That was like my own therapy. Um, We covered a lot, Scientology and people getting mad at me because I'm a comedian and how dare I make fun of pronouns as a comedian. I'm a, I'm a bad influence in the queer community. I should turn in my queer card. Talk about my mom getting scammed. That was fun. I hope you had a, had a great new year. I hope you, you have the most amazing year you've had yet. No matter who you are, no matter what you believe in, whether you're vaxxed or not, baby, I hope you have a great 2024 uh, check out lucybrowncoffee.com. Get that co- that coffee subscription. Uh, Heather Shaw is kidding is the promo code for that. 10% off, baby. That's a, that's a good deal. Uh, we love Lucy Brown, and I love you. Subscribe to the Patreon if you want an extra bonus episode. We get real fun and goofy over there, and I'll have a uh, live stream every month. The first one is this coming Sunday, so get in before that's over. Um, and thank you for supporting me. Thank you for listening. Comment what you want. Comment queef if you like. Whatever you want. All right. Um, until next time, see ya.